Technical difficulties have occurred with the hosts of this podcast. Please do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Average Joe Show, episode number 47. I'm Corey Charette, and of course, our website is AverageJoeShow.com. Email is talk at AverageJoeShow.com, and of course, Twitter is Average Joe Show. And of course, joining me this week, as always, is my partner in crime, Mr. Ward Miller. Ward, what's going on over there? Oh, nothing, man. Just another lovely day in paradise. Tell me about it. I mean, it's it was actually a little chilly today. It got up to a high of 70 today. That's awesome. Oh, I, I, I hate to, because uh, I should have brought this up before the show and told you guys about this. Uh, did you guys hear about the G20? No. Well, the, the G20 is, you know, all these, you know, heads of the banking nations and blah, 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 blah. And they get together and they have these summits. And they have them in different places every year. Well, this year it's in Pittsburgh, right? And so everybody in Pittsburgh is preparing for the G20, and it's going to happen next Thursday and Friday. And it's going to be the biggest clusterfuck this planet has ever seen. Because Pittsburgh's traffic, and if you don't know about it, Pittsburgh's traffic is just balls-to-the-wall, shitbag terrible on its best day. When it's sunny and everything's good and all the roads are open, they're going to close like 90% of the roads into the city of Pittsburgh because Obama's coming and the the heads of the G20. And there's 20,000 protesters descending on the city. There's no way that this is going to be fun. But – I will have pictures and, and and maybe we'll have like a, a some kind of a report next week on on how fucked up it was. <laughs> I'm done. And of course, join us this week. <laughs> just let you go off. I'm like the Vorak. I just let you go off, and I'll just continue with what I was saying. Um, and of course, joining us this week, uh, another guest host. Uh, we've had you know Bar brings research. You know, we got Chris who brings class to the show. We have. Um, uh, oh God, I can't even think. Tyler, who brings his experience to the show, and we have Ben Straw tonight. <laughs> ben, how's it going? Ah, uh, shit face, but yeah, I'm good. Ben, that brings beer. No, 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 no beer, no beer. I don't drink. Well, I drink little beer. I drink the good beer, not the piss skank. Ugh. I drink also drink wine. Right now, I have. Uh, oh, what the hell am I? Sangria. The cheap sangria. It doesn't Red. <laughs> Like, wine is fine, but whiskey's quicker. You know. Vote Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, whiskey is definitely quicker. But uh, I chose some wine tonight because I just wanted to get slow shit faced, and I kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was getting yelled at before we even started the show tonight. Uh, I logged into Skype, and I already have a message going. You're late for the pre-show. I was like, it's my show. I didn't even know I had a pre-show, and. <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm at to ask you guys another what? one that I didn't bring up before the show. That the, the, these things just come to me, you know. It's like wow. Um, did, did you guys see the stuff about Acorn? Uh, don't give yes. me stuff Acorn. I yes. don't even want to discuss the, shit. Tell tell me that wasn't the funniest thing you ever saw. The, yeah. The, 
I mean, the the fact that that they were so willing to. I mean, they did. I saw an interview with the kid, uh, O'Keefe, that that actually went in and did this undercover investigation. That well, apparently, uh, sixty minutes didn't know how to do. And he got in there and he says, "Okay, I'm going to see how obnoxious I can get. And I'm just going to keep getting worse." And so he started with, well, I'm a law student and I'm going to run for Congress and this is my girlfriend and she's a hooker and she's going to pay for it. And they said, okay, that's cool. He says, okay, well, let's turn it up a notch. She's going to, we want to get a house that we can use as a brothel and we want your help to get this house that we can use as a brothel to bring her friends in too. Not a problem. Let's go up another notch. We're going to bring these girls in from El Salvador that are between 13 and 15 years old, about 13 of them. And they said, well, you know, you don't need to claim them as employees. You can claim them as dependents because they're living with you. At no point did a flag go up and go, hey, wait a second. You're you're talking about having child, a a, a child prostitution ring. Nobody ever went, hey, wait, that, that might be, you know, really bad. It's bad enough they're like, okay, yeah, you can be a prostitute, which is illegal pretty much everywhere except Nevada. And, yeah, uh, okay, whatever. It's I think it's illegal in Nevada also, but I mean, prostitution uh, isn't illegal in some parts of Nevada, but uh, child prostitution is in all 50 states. So that, that was just another thing that, that uh, might came be, to me. No. And, and I'm sure Corey's not real happy with me because we just went off the rails twice because I'm out of my mind. Hey Ben, hey Ben, I just want to know one thing. Do you think Ward's been drinking tonight? Because I, I think he's the one that's shit faced here. I, I, I'd say yes, Ward. Uh, I just got back. I, I was out uh, with my wife. And we were. Uh, she wanted to go gambling, so I, I had a couple Jack and Cokes. I'm good to go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we're looking at the stories tonight. We got some really good stories here, and um, definitely the first story is something we could all sink our teeth into. Oh yeah. First, first one. Me, of course. Give, give. Give the shit-faced drunk gay the first story. Uh, a uh, man was arrested for being a fake cop, but uh, he got arrested for stopping the mayor. A man in Louisiana. Hey, whoa, whoa. What? <laughs> That's not the first story. That's the first story. Ward, is that the first story you have? Absolutely. Ah. Oh. What the hell am I looking at? Am I looking at the right show notes? Yeah, I was. I thought that was our story. Apparently, you're not, Corey, because what, what I'm looking at, the, the story, the caption on the story says, teacher fined 1400 for biting preschooler, but, <laughs> but the link goes to a fake cop arrested after stopping the mayor. <laughs> okay, I must be drunk then. <laughs> okay. You must have been drunk when you put the notes together. Okay. So, obviously, yeah, Okay. <laughs> Actually, I did have a few beers when I put the notes together. Okay, so as Ben was saying... Okay, I guess we're going to go with this story then. Uh, Apparently, a gentleman got arrested after he was playing cop and pulled over a uh, mayor of this, I guess it was small town, and uh, come to find out that he was a security officer for a local security company. And but but the, the, the town is Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah, that's not a little town. That, that's pretty much like one of the biggest towns in Louisiana. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've never been to Louisiana, so Shreveport, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> railing me, man. Oof. So 
I think this guy was totally stupid. I mean, everybody, I've, I have a friend who's, who's uh, a complete cop nut. He loves, he want, he's, his dream is to be on the fire department and uh, ride on all those things. And his, his vehicle, I should say, his redneck vehicle, is totally littered with antennas with lights all over the thing. Um, who knows if he has a red light, but uh, uh, apparently, you know, this guy really wanted to play <laughs> a cop. And uh, he got arrested with uh, having a red light in his vehicle and a handgun uh, in a holster. So, you, yo, you, you always hear these stories. I, I don't understand why people even think that they could pretend to be a cop because you know sooner or later they're going to get busted. Oh yeah, they will. I mean, I've heard stories like this all the time, and you always get this one guy, guy who pretends to be a cop, and he pulls over a cop. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the cop gets pulled over in his own. His own district, and he's like, "Yeah, you're not a cop." I was like, "Come on." My, my name's Sipowitz. But he, now here's the thing: I'm assuming that you know, where do you get these badges that look like real badges, or are the people that stupid thinking that he really is a cop? Oh, dude, you can buy them on the internet. Oh yeah, yeah you can buy them. Go on the internet and say you're looking for uh, insert name of town here police badge. You can get one that looks identical. They they, they have them all over the place. Oh, yeah, and you can even engrave uh, or make your own. That looks exactly the same. All you have to do is just have a picture. That's true, really I guess. Cool I mean, it just it, – it's scary. I mean, I've heard this for years. You know, they always say like women that are driving by themselves so they get pulled over by a cop. You know, you don't roll the window down all the way because you don't know. You know, mm-hmm. just crack the window, give the information through the window because, you know, years ago – you remember years ago you tell – you know, your kids, well, you know, if you're in trouble, you go, you know, talk to – go talk to your pastor, you know, your policeman, you know, uh, your doctor. It's like – Fire department guy. Yeah, all these people now, you can't trust anybody. No. Because, you know, the joys of the internet. Anybody can become a cop. Like you said, go online and get a badge. Go get one made. I mean it's so easy to be, pretend you're some, something you're not. Oh, yeah. There was, there was a story a while back. Uh, where a kid in Chicago actually went on a joyride for uh, for the day, and he had uh, uh, just a, you know he looked like a police person and didn't have a, a badge or anything, but he went on a joyride. Actually carried a gun too, which is which is kind of funny because he was fourteen, and they didn't realize that hey this kid uh, this is actually a kid here, but okay. The idiots in Chicago. I don't know. I, I, Maybe I, it's Doogie Hauser. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the funny thing is, of all the people he pulls over, he pulls over the goddamn mayor of the town. I know. It's just, I don't know. It's, it, it's I mean. And the mayor's like, going. Don't you know who I am? No. Well, well it said he freaking boss. <laughs> well, but he said he turned around and left once he saw it was the mayor. So he's like, oh shit, I'm fucked. How the hell, how the hell did he know the the mayor? I don't even know the mayor of my town. Well, I know I'm that sure it... that when you request his license and he hands it to you, going, "Don't you know who I am?" and you go, "Damn, that's the mayor." That's true. I mean, if his name you, matches, you throw the <laughs> you throw the license at him and run like a, you stole something. <laughs> that's just some crazy ass shit. Speaking of crazy ass shit, here's a story I got this week. Uh, back in L.A. In uh, last April, there were several preschool teachers that got sick after eating brownies. So the public, you know, investigators suspected it was a typical case of food poisoning. Uh, but the symptoms included giddiness, dizziness, mood changes, dry mouth, and a bad case of the munchies. 
It turned out one of the teachers had bought some homemade goodies a few days earlier of what they thought was a church bake sale, and she shared them with her coworkers. And, you know, within 90 minutes of eating these brownies, five teachers became ill, and an adult son of the buyer reported the symptoms. turned out there was no church bake sale, and there were leftover pieces of brownie. Leftover pieces of brownie was te- you know, tested for marijuana, and just what the hell's going on with people? I don't know. I I think you know everybody's had you know smoked pot. I'm I'm pretty sure the the panel here has, but uh, you know I have no idea of what you speak. I did not inhale. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm I'm guilty of that then. Um, <laughs> but to tell you the truth, you know, I I have never experienced any of these symptoms except for dry mouth. But yeah, how the heck did? They not notice the horrid smell of pot brownies. That's they the don't thing. smell like normal brownies. I don't know. I mean, people must be stupid. <laughs> Apparently. Well, this is L.A. though. I mean, it's got the smell of smog in the air, so you probably yeah. couldn't smell the brownies. Everybody there smells like pot. <laughs> It's, it's, it's just crazy. Technically, technically, California, it's legal, sort of, I guess. So, well, the medicinal marijuana is. Well, who didn't? Who knows if this is medicinal? Well, first of all, if you're if you're eating it, it's not medicinal. True. <laughs> I don't think you can go buy pop brownies. My doctor says I need to buy a dozen pop brownies. Although, you know, I, I would say that um, any way you c- ingest or inhale or whatever. Marijuana would be medicinal in the state of California. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't I've, know. I've heard so. It's just, it, and it says it's funny. As it said, according to the report, none of the teachers had ever used marijuana before. Really? <laughs> I think that's a lie there. Uh, yeah, I think that's a prerequisite to be in college. I know. I mean, e- even if you didn't, quote unquote, do marijuana. You were next to somebody that was, so you got this well, secondhand smoke. Well, th- this reminds me. There was a story up here in Pennsylvania, in Fayette County, where this, this church. Now, listen to the name of this church: the Church of Universal Love and Music. Right? <laughs> yeah. They were they were selling pot brownies and acid and all kinds of stuff at their bake sale, and they just got done pissing off the cops. So the cops decided to raid them and found $75,000 worth of drugs on the church premises. Jesus, mother of God. What pisses me off is I didn't know where the church was. (laughs) And it wasn't until after, you know, they already announced that they busted them. You know, it's like, damn. Just when I was looking for a church to join. I know. I know I don't have any religion right now, but I, that would be definitely high on my list. <laughs> well, no, you, you actually needed to find Jesus. <laughs> even if you don't find him, you think you will. Yeah, even though you're yeah. well, even even if you don't find him, you don't care. <laughs> it's it's just funny as these people make up these churches and these these religions just so they can have a cover to 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 grow pot. Come on. Well, they weren't just growing it. They they were they were selling it, and you know they, they showed uh, on the news up here. They showed video of you know their you know church celebrations and everybody singing and clapping their hands. And they all look like Stevie fucking Wonder, and it's like <laughs> they're you know. And I'm watching this going. There's no way these people aren't high. 
You know, you can just look at them and go, they're blasted out of their minds. And the camera crew's like, yes, the, the church of, uh, love and music was allowed, you know? And I'm like, the, you, you couldn't see this film and go, man, all these fuckers are high. You know, maybe, maybe we ought to, you know, check into this a little bit. Nah. <laughs> oh, it's too funny. It, it really, it really is. It, it, it's ridiculous. Got eyes. But you know, they're selling these, these pop brownies so they can spread the word of the Lord. <laughs> there you go. I mean, all you do. Yeah. Invoke religion, separation of church and state back the fuck off. They don't <laughs> think you walk on water. All right, let's switch channels here. We're going from a story about weird teachers to uh, a bad student. Yeah, apparently there's a kid in Alabama. He's 11 years old, and he gets uh, he gets a ba- some bad grades, so he fakes his own kidnapping. Right? Uh, it says, police say the boy faked his kidnapping Friday to avoid bringing home a bad report card saying that a man with a pistol snatched him after he led... After he left Ed White Middle School, the boy said the man forced him into a beat up car and threatened to kill him. The student then said he escaped by jumping out of the car, but wasn't able to grab his book bag, which contained his report card. He ran to his grandparents' house where he later confessed to lying. His grandfather called the police to apologize. (laughs) Now, first of all, apparently Huntsville, Alabama is a little backwater in respects to report cards because I know – that my kids, they get the report cards in the mail. They don't bring home those type of papers. So, I mean, unless he got it, you know, unless they, they actually give it to them at school or, you know, he intercepted it at the mail or something. I mean, it's just, this is weird. And well, no, my question is, it, the, the story is dated September 14th. Right. Right. Who gets a report card the first week of school? Yeah, that's true. That, you're right about that. I mean... Maybe it was – maybe they're calling it a report card. Maybe it was just like – A progress hey, report? Yeah. No, you bombed this math test. Go get your folks to sign it. Yeah, yeah. You know, Techn- I mean – Technically, the uh, the school kids have been in school for a while. I mean here – Not long enough to get a report card though. No. I mean but it could have been one of those – was like the uh, halfway mark, like the progress report things they Yeah, but I mean even if they started school at the end of August, you're only talking about 14 days in. Well, 15 days. Well, in Florida, gonna... Florida, they can start two weeks before Labor Day. So it could be – I mean theoretically, they could be in school a month. But that to me is still not long enough for – Yeah, that's not long enough for a, a progress reporter. I, I, I honestly think it's some kind of a you know some kind of a test that he was supposed to get signed and he shit the bed on it. Yeah, because here – I believe here in Indiana, uh, they do uh, all their – all their report cards and stuff online. It gets sent. Uh, some of them gets sent through the uh, the internet, where you can check it. Yeah. See, most most of the stuff nowadays is, is you know modern technology, some way, shape, or form. I mean, maybe this is like uh, you know, like you said, he got a, he got an F on a, on a math test or something like that, and had to have it signed, or maybe a yeah, detention, detention slip or something. I mean, report card, like you said, doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, it's a little funky. I mean, but the sad thing is he did all of this shit just so he doesn't get in trouble. For- well, here's something you got to think about. My my nephew lived in South Carolina, right? And he came up and spent the summer with us. And he's in school, and they caught him changing grades. And when they asked him about it, he said, I taught him how to do it. Oh, jeez. 
So the police called me and I'm like, okay, well, let me see what he did. Do you know how he was able to, you know, break their big chain of, you know, super security that's in, in all the schools. He did a search for his class name. He found a spreadsheet online on the, the server in the, the school that had the, you know, the, the grades in it. And he didn't even change his grade. He changed his buddies. And I'm like, you know, and, and so I jumped on them because I, I'm one of the things is because I'm certified and I'm like, that's really bad for me. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, what the hell? He was able to find it by doing a search, you know, it, it's not like he had to be, you know, Kevin fucking Mitnick. He just clicked search and it, Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, dumbasses. yeah. I mean, a lot of these places, especially, you know, places that aren't high tech, you know, living where we do, it tends to be more high tech, you know, Alabama is one of the, you know, and Huntsville is not really, uh, you know, that that's kind of, and I don't want to say a slum, but it's, it's, uh, lower income. So, I mean, it's very possible that they don't have computers or access to computers. I can get that, you know, but the fact that they're saying he, he faked his kidnapping for a report card after a month of school is, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, like you said, something, something. I don't know. I mean, and it's not like it happened last year, and then it's all coming out now. It just it seems like it's it all happened within the last, you know, since on the fourteenth, since a week or so before that. It just report card this early in the, in in the market period. I didn't even realize it until you mentioned it. Word just it doesn't make sense. But the fact that this kid went through this big bullshit story, so he doesn't get in trouble. Oh yeah, there was some definite planning involved. He, he, he put some thought into it. Okay, well, they're going to ask me, how did I get away? Well, I jumped out of the car. You know, <laughs> that's pretty good. You jumped out of the car. How, how come you don't have any road rash? You know, because that would be my first question because that's well, the way I think. Now, now, here's the thing. I mean, it doesn't make sense. It says, you know, it says the police said the boy faked his kidnapping, blah, 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 blah. It, it also sounds like he's the kid pretended he got kidnapped. He ran away. And then he ran to his grandparents' house and told them. It's like, who the hell called the police? I mean, his grandfather called to apologize. Like, when the hell did the police get involved before that? Well, I'm sure that, that, that you know, you get your grandson comes running in. I mean, think about it, Corey. Your son comes running in and goes, hey, some guy tried to, pull, you know, put me in a car. He was dr- taking me away. I was able to jump out of the car and get away. Your, your first thoughts could be, call the cops. Right. I mean, that, that's standard. I mean, any normal human being is going to go, oh, shit, there's somebody running around trying to grab kids. You know? So I'm sure that the grandparents called the cops and says, hey, th- there was a guy in a, in a beat-up car that just tried to grab my uh, grandson. Can you give me a description? Well, it's a beat-up car. What color is it? Beat-up. <laughs> well, I do like the fact that at the end here it says the – the sergeant was suspicious that the boy was able to escape with his band instrument, but not his book bag. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, think about it. Uh, Unless he's carrying like a flute or something like that. He was probably carrying like a trumpet or something bigger than that. <laughs> he stole my backpack, but I got the sax. Yeah. <laughs> I got the sly trombone, you know. It's I've like, got the big humongous bass box. Yeah. My tuba. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not a tuba. Yeah, which would be funny. That would even make the story funnier. He had like this big tuba, and somehow he got kidnapped. And the guy grabbed the tuba and put it in the vehicle with him. And he escaped with the tuba, but not his book bag. Got to have your priorities. Yeah, it's just... It's worth more than the grade. (laughs) You know, thank God kids are stupid sometimes, because... This shit just should never happen. I tell you. You know what's really great about kids being that stupid? They give us stories to talk about. They do. I mean, (laughs) thank you, stupid children. But I'll tell you, if that was my kid, boy, he'd rather be in jail because I beat the shit out of him, I think. I'd be pissed. Who wouldn't be pissed that their kid lied that they were kidnapped? Well, it's not that. It's the embarrassment of, you know, once you call the cops and say that somebody tried to kidnap my child, that sets a whole big ball of stuff into motion, you know, because then local authorities call the FBI because that's a felon, a federal case at that point. Right. So you get, you get those gears rolling. It's kind of hard to walk them back. You're right. I don't know. I mean, it's just stupid. All right. Let's get off the subject here. We're speaking about vehicles here. Uh, you well, guys... Didn't you just say, let's get off the, the subject of stupid. <laughs> All right, let's go. You may want to think, rethink that that uh, term there. All right, let's get off the subject of stupid, stupid grandchildren onto stupid children. Uh, we all know about the clash for the clash, the cash for clunkers thing that they would not shut up about on the radio. Apparently, there's a a new version of it that Ben's going to tell us about. Oh yes, man arrested for trading dad's car for fifty dollars worth of crack, Fresno, California. Oh, Genius is there. Uh, authorities arrested a man they say tried to trade his father's car for $50 worth of crack crack cocaine. Deputies arrested a 39-year-old man around 4 p.m. or 4 a.m. Wednesday, which was whenever this story came out, uh, after a 74-year-old man or 74-year-old father reported his Lincoln had been stolen. And then... (laughs) And then come to find out that uh, the son was walking up and down, the, uh, walking up the street, and uh, I guess he divulged that uh, he sold the vehicle for drugs. And then they found the vehicle driving down a road, and uh, pulled him over where the driver fled the moving car, which is ridiculous because I don't know who'd want to flee a moving car. Um which hit two parked cars and deputies caught up with the driver and arrested him for suspicion of aiding an officer and resisting arrest. <laughs> you so. know, it's amazing how people, well, why wasn't possession of a stolen property added to that too? Well, because technically he didn't steal. Or... No, he didn't steal, but he was in possession of it. If you steal a stereo and give it to me and I have it in my possession, when the cops show up, I'm receiving stolen goods. It's not technically stolen. It's hot. But that's, <laughs> yeah. You know what? They got, they got the guy in more things than I. Probably got him on drug possession, you know, intent to sell, blah, 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 all that crap. But, mm-hmm. it, I mean, this, this guy's going – he's going to go to jail for something. But it's amazing how, you know, people will do anything to get their drugs. Oh, Yeah. I mean, this this Lincoln for fifty bucks worth of drugs. It's like, come on, the car's got to be worth a lot more than fifty dollars. How old was the Lincoln? The story doesn't say. No, it really doesn't matter. There isn't a Lincoln made that's that's not worth more than fifty bucks. It parts alone, it's worth more than fifty bucks. Yeah, I just, I mean, 
you know, th- obviously this guy's got issues. I mean, he takes his father's car and sells it for drugs. Come on. I mean, he probably lives with his dad too. I- I've seen, you know, people who uh, who sell a lot of stuff for uh, marijuana and stuff like that. Uh, but nothing like a vehicle like this. It's it's just amazing. For nothing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if what what how much what does fifty dollars worth of crack cocaine look like? I don't know. Maybe what about the size of a dime bag? I don't I don't know. I mean, even even if it was like the size of a football, you know. I mean, still, it's it, it's a car. It's a car sold for fifty dollars. Yeah. I mean, and and the one that loses out on this is the father. You know, he he gets his car back, but you know, it hit two parts cars, so you know it's not looking pretty good. Although, yeah, and, and the only way that your insurance is going to pay that is if you press charges against who stole it. So uh-huh. he has to press charges against his son. Which I, I I would I think I mean this this his son has issues obviously. Although yeah, I think jail time would do do him good. Yeah. I got a question. What does the car look like? I mean, you got to think this, the owner of the vehicle is a 74 year old man. It could have been in mint condition too. It could have been in mint or it could have been all dinged up from him hitting other people. Did you ever see Gran Torino? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I mean, I see, you know, in Florida, there were a lot of people that were a hell of a lot older than 74 driving their big ass Cadillacs and those cars, you know, they were like mint brand new, you know? They they still had the shine on them. I think they traded the cars in like every year. Yeah, my my uh, grandmother and grandfather were like that on my dad's side. My mother's side's all messed up. I'm not even going to talk about that. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> ben, ben started this about a week ago in emails. I was talking smack about his family. He's like, I don't want to hear it tonight, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, we got, back, we got off track there. But I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter what the condition of the vehicle is. This is the fact that. The the retail value, the street value of this vehicle is fifty dollars crack cocaine. I mean, Jesus, I mean, and of course the drug dealer doesn't give a shit. You know, he he he's he's got a car now. He doesn't care where it came from. Yeah, I mean the thing is, uh, the blue book on it could have been twenty thousand dollars. You know, all he knows is I gave this dude a, a piece of the rock, and I'm able to drive away in his in his buggy. <laughs> now you make me think of that insurance commercial. That's why I did it. <laughs> Get a piece of the rock. I don't know. What is that, Prudential? Yeah, that's what Prudential used to – that yeah. used to be their slogan. And we're showing our age now. Oh, boy. I don't even remember that commercial. Uh, okay. Well, well yeah. I'm both of you, so whatever. You're dating both of us? I'm sorry. I don't go that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ward, you're too quiet there. I, uh, it's one of them cases where I just left it alone. All right, we're talking about tunage here. Uh, this this story is a very simple story I found online. It's actually it's a very in, ingenious thing that these guys did. It was over in uh, it's at the uh, MIT Massachusetts Institute of Technology. There's a picture here. Uh, if you go to averagejoshua.com, uh, Wednesday morning. Apparently Wednesday was a good day this week. Uh, the hackers went to uh, top of this dome and they installed seven notes. Which you know the the way the dome was made, it looked like a scale musical scale, and they installed these seven notes on the scaffolding up there, and apparently someone commented it looked like you know musical score, and apparently someone in their wisdom figured out it was the first seven notes of Rick Astley's "Never Gonna Give You Up." Never gonna give you up. Never gonna get you down. No. <laughs> I tell you, man, that's pretty ingenious. 
it's funny. A lot of people, and and just actually put that up there and not have people, you know, people look at it and not actually think about it, but they're actually all getting rickrolled. I know. You know, I look at it. Actually, it looks like it belongs there to me. It looks almost like it was like a music auditorium. Or yeah, something. it looks like a scale of some sort. But the the thing is, you know, that's one of them things. It, you know, yes, did they commit vandalism? You know, blah 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 blah. But it's very funny. It's not hurting anybody. Mm-mm. I think it's awesome. Now it makes you wonder if they're actually going to leave this up there. Yeah, probably not, because it says it's scaffolding, so I'm just, it's temporary scaffolding. So they must be doing some construction or something up there. But that's I think they should be some kind of a dome. So I, it, it looks like you know you can't see the top of the dome. So that's probably you're probably right. It's it's some kind of scaffolding where they're doing work, and once they take the scaffolding down, so down goes the. But I, yeah, I think they should keep the notes up as long as they can, though, because I think that's just great that people got rickrolled, whether they knew it or not. Yeah. That, I, mean, I, I think it's awesome. That, that and it's really intelligent. You know, that's something that w- I wish I could have thought of. But this well, is that's M- why it's at MIT. Yeah, I was gonna say it's MIT. Of course, they're like, oh look, we got Rickrolled. <laughs> yeah, we would have driven by and go, hey, that's pretty cool. Notes. Is that a music center? Is there a concert tonight? <laughs> we got some brownies. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we're just gonna combine all our stories into one big story this this evening. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I've been kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you, would you, why don't you just lead into the next story then, Ward? <laughs> you don't even remember, do you? Yeah. That was actually going to be... Uh, yeah, you don't remember. It was the one that Ben just submitted about the future. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what's coming up. That's why I said, why are you coming to me? Oh, I wasn't going to you. I was just fucking you because you were naming all the stories. Oh, well, oh. I didn't want to name the story we didn't done yet. <laughs> oh, well, that's called a segue. Well, okay, Ben's got the next story for us uh, about a, a fugitive. Well, this is uh, fairly new, actually. just came out today, uh, September 18th, as we are recording this. Uh, a felon got uh, was going to be sent back to jail. And what happened was is he told the cops that, uh, hey, I am not going back to jail. I'll do anything to not go to jail. Well... He proved himself right. Uh, what he did was he got out of his handcuffs and took both of the guns from the officers, the one in the back seat and the front seat, and took their clothes and car and went on a spree. Now, today he finally got caught, but before he got caught... I got a question yeah. real quick. If you know, he, he said, I don't want to go back to jail, I'll do anything. The next thing you know, the cops are naked... Just simple math. Just <laughs> I don't know. don't know anything about that, but um, he went on a spree today, and he stole some lady's Jetta, and uh, actually robbed a bank that he had robbed uh, a year prior, and then finally they caught up with him and uh, crashed into another vehicle and crashed into a lamp pole, which is not really anything whoop-de-doo, but uh, I thought that, uh, you know, him taking both not only, you know, the cops' guns and car and clothes and just going on a joyride spree and it took him this long to get him. So there's my story there. This is uh, out of Chicago. So Chicago's are, people are nuts in Chicago. 
It just blows my mind that he escaped from the cops that easily. I mean, it's not like he just ran off and hid. He's the next Chris Angel. Oh, yeah. He's escaping from freaking handcuffs. He's stealing the cops' guns and clothes and all this other stuff. Of course. You know, you're going to see. Does it say what the hell? The guy's name is uh, Robert Mayday or Maday? Yeah. Yeah. Mind freak. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the funny one of the funny things about this is that, you know, this guy had all the time in the world. He had all night to figure out where the hell was he going to go. He only traveled uh, from the point where he stole or stole the cops clothes and shit. Um, and then to where he stole this one lady's car. He only went like eight miles in the entire the whole entire night. Like a stupid moron. I thought he'd be in Wisconsin by now. Those people need him. I mean, seriously, yeah. You, you, I, I don't know. And he was intelligent enough to figure out. I, I still tr- would love to know. I wish there was footage of how how you have a guy in handcuffs somehow mysteriously out of his handcuffs. You know, got the cops' weapons, got their clothes. You know, how do you? I do told that? you how he got him naked. I'll do anything not to go back to jail. <laughs> You got to take my handcuffs off. Come on. How am I going to work that thing without my hands? <laughs> I got your guns. Just saying. I don't know. It, it, it's just uh, these cops should be under investigation, I think. Oh, yeah. I think they should be. I mean, seriously. It doesn't say anything about, you know, the cops are now on, you know, paid leave or whatever the hell it is. But it's just oh, like, you only get paid leave if you shoot somebody. Which I think that's great, though, that, you know, you do something and they still pay you and you can stay home. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You, you know, check this out. I, I, I was telling my wife this. I was thinking about, you know, when, when we talked before about the uh, all the protesters and shit that are going to be in Pittsburgh. Now, tell me this wouldn't be awesome. You get one of them big water cannons and you blast them with a the water cannon and then you break out the tasers. So yep. then you could you could tase like 15 guys at once. You know what, what's really the best is to use the fire hydrants. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to. Well, you're doing a couple different things. You're, you're using the water to contain them. Plus, once they get wet and you hit one of them with a taser, you could take down five or ten of them. Oh yeah, especially if they're doing that chain thing. Um, absolutely, that's that's my point. <laughs> you you wet them down, tase them up. It's just like the electric chair, except without as much amperage. I know. <laughs> I'm not a liquor. Ward, you think about this a little too much, I think. Hey, man, you got to be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, last story of the night, of course, is a sex story, and uh, this one is for Ward. But the funny thing is, it's something we haven't, something else we haven't talked about in a while, Ward. Actually, if you think about it, yeah, that's why I did it. It, it, it combines two of our favorite types of stories: <laughs> sex and Hitler. <laughs> you, what love- else? What else do you need? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, there's this German ad agency that wanted to put a face on AIDS. So they settled for who other than Der Fuhrer. So during this commercial, it looks like this couple's having this anonymous couple's having sex. And it ends with the guy pulling his head up and looking at the camera. And it's Hitler. And it, and the whole thing is, you know, you don't know who you could be and, it, you know, AIDS isn't a pretty face and all this other stuff. And 
up until now, I don't think you've been allowed to use. Uh, in fact, I don't even think you're allowed to do it now. Was to use Hitler. You basically couldn't do anything Nazi related in Germany. Yeah. Yeah, in Germany. And uh, apparently, they have a couple different ones. The campaign also features Joseph Stalin and Saddam Hussein. Now, everybody knows Saddam Hussein didn't have sex with women. He was for the guys. But, the, you know, well, I guess that's how he contracted AIDS. So, yeah, that works. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know what to say about this story. It's just... Dude, you know what's so funny? You, I just, I could actually hear your gears grinding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, just, you just threw the wrench in my gears. I was like. I, re- I really don't know what to say about this. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I like the connection where, you know, they're talking about, you know, mass killings and, and AIDS killing lots of people. And, you know, Hitler's, a, you know, a good connection between the two. But, you know, this is Germany, for Christ's sakes. You don't you don't want to do that in Germany. Yeah, you'd think this would come out of a United States ad agency other than the Germans. It's, it's kind of weird that it came out of Germany. But funny. Well, no, I mean, I can understand them using Stalin because Stalin killed a lot of Germans. Oh, yeah. You know, um, but, you know, Hitler killed a, a lot of Germans, too. Um, German. Saddam, yeah, well, German Jews. and But uh, Saddam Hussein has well, pretty much nothing to do with it except they're just going for the nasty club, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, why, not, why not slap George Bush's face on it? <laughs> oh, God, it's a scary <laughs> thought. Well, he he didn't kill as many people as Hitler did. Mm, technically, I think he killed more people than uh, Saddam Hussein did. No, I don't believe so. I don't know. Maybe it wrong. could be. I don't. I don't know. I, you know, Saddam Hussein didn't kill them all in one fell swoop, but he got a bunch of them one at a time. Yeah. You know. I, I I just think it's stupid that a German ad agency created this commercial for Germany and used Hitler. Well, you know, the other thing is, too, though, I mean, it, like the, the story says, they're trying to put the most hideous face on AIDS that they can, you know, and especially to the Germans, who, who's more vile and disgusting than Hitler and uh, Stalin? Carrot top. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to the Germans. You know, oh. the, the Germans are fucked up. They, they, they like Jerry Lewis. Oh, no, that's the French. So apparently David Hasselhoff, they love David Hasselhoff. There you go. You can't fuck with the Hoff. (laughs) So, you know, they they had to put a a, a disgusting face on it. And so they opted to use Adolf Hitler. I don't think that, you know, from our perspective, it's such a bad thing. But that's not a stigma that our country has. You know, we kicked Hitler's ass. We we caused him to put a bullet in his brain and die of lead poisoning. But... I, th- I think if that commercial aired here, it wouldn't have as much of an effect as it would in Germany, though. Well, you know what's funny, though? I mean, now uh, I'm going to make you guys think back a little bit. Um, it used to be in the early 80s, you couldn't pick up a newspaper, you couldn't pick up a magazine, you couldn't turn on a TV where they didn't ram AIDS down your throat. I mean, there was constantly, I mean, everything was, people are dying from AIDS. AIDS is a terrible disease. And and granted, I'm not making light of AIDS or, you know, people that have AIDS or anything like that. What I'm saying is during the eighties, it was like, this is a massive epidemic. Millions of people are dying. 
you know, we need to do something about it. And, you know, it's worse than, you know, polio and all this other stuff. And to my knowledge, there's never been a cure for it. There's no vaccination against it. But you don't hear it on, you know, it's not played up in the media. I mean, it's like almost like the media said, hey, you know what? Nobody's really, you know, cares. So we're not going to talk about it anymore. You know, and and I know that people still get AIDS, you know, um, and there's been some famous people that lately that have gotten AIDS. But why is it not as in your face as it was in the 80s? I think it's because uh, a lot of people have gotten a little desensitized about it. Um, It's not really an effective campaign anymore. No, it's like it's like nine eleven. You know, how many people have gone back to their to the nine ten mentality? You know, oh, why do I have to? Why do I have to have everything in three ounce? You know, jars and blah blah blah. You know, people forget about stuff after a while. It's like he says, it's desensitization. It's just you know they're numb to it. It's like the same thing with those uh, those commercials about the uh, starving kids in Africa and yeah. Stuff like that. I, I watch those and I just go, okay, yeah, it's over there. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to send any money to them, but whatever. Well, what I don't understand is why the guys that are filming it just don't give them a fucking sandwich. I know. You know, I, I'm here to shoot you. Oh, my God. He, he's drinking water out of a, you know, out of a puddle. Give him a fucking glass of water, you prick. I know you got it. You know, you, you're sitting there shooting video of the kid. Give him a sandwich out of your bag or a pack of crackers or something, for God's sake. Instead, you, you shoot, you know, you film them for 30 fucking minutes and then go, okay, well, we're done. I'll talk to you later. Mm-hmm. Well, well, look at it now. I mean, look at current events right now. Talk about swine flu. You know, they're making, you know, okay, make sure you get your swine flu shots this season. And the, the, the flu shots are coming out earlier this year because, you know, the swine flu epidemic. And, you know, we're all, you know, freaked out about that now. I, I had uh, a coworker because I'm just recently getting off of being sick, and uh, a coworker came up to me. He's like, "Do you have swine flu?" And I was like, "No." It's like everybody because there's this big. Why do you want it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's this big app. Apparently, Illinois has 50 percent of the population by the end of this month will have this the swine flu. It's like. Yeah, right. Who cares? It's like even though, even though in my in my field, uh, I deal with a lot of money and a lot of stuff like that. I probably have a better chance of getting it, but I'm I don't have I have other stuff to worry about, like my bills. Well, the the thing is, it, it's like anything else that the media does. It's you know we're gonna run with this because this is a fear thing. You know, everybody should be afraid of this. It's the flu. Yes, there are people that are more subject to getting, you know, a bad reaction to it, like very small children and very old people. Mm -hmm. They are the same people that got the flu last year that they didn't have a fucking name for. It was called the flu. Now they just named it. This is the swine flu. It's a strain of the same flu that was here last year. It's not going to, you know... if you're a small child, you know, if you have small children, take them and get them the, the vaccination. If you have some, if, if your parents are alive and they're pretty old, get them the vaccination. 
Otherwise, don't sweat it. You know, it's we're, we're not talking about the, the fucking Black Plague. We're talking about the flu. It, to tell you the actual truth, I've never, ever had a flu shot in my life. Never. Do I, I did what, No. I did while I was in the military because you didn't have a choice. Oh, well, yeah. And, and they gave me the shot, and I got sick. Mm-hmm. It, it ruined an entire weekend for me. Bastards. <laughs> So I found the way to get out of it. So any, any of our fans that are listening, shh, now listen, any of our fans that happen to be in the military, what you do is when you go in and they're going to give you the shot, tell them you have a cold. If you have a cold, they can't give you the shot. Then you get your weekend free. All your buddies will be sick, but you're good to go. That's my public service announcement. Unless you catch it from them, then you're screwed either way. You know, uh, like you said, it's, you know, that's the big fad right now. (laughs) In the news, it's the fad, you know. Oh, the swine flu. We'll see how long this lasts. You know, in about a year from now when they talk about swine flu, let's see how many people really give a shit. Well, no, it's this media wants – the mainstream media now wants to sensationalize sensationalize everything and make people scared. You know, and the people that get scared are the ones that, you know, don't have access to – a, um, you know, access to a computer. They don't know any better. Right. So they, they, they listen to, and they believe what these people on TV are telling them because, you know, they wouldn't lie to you. These are the same people that wouldn't report on acorn. <laughs> and that takes us back around full circle to acorn. I was waiting for you to get back to that point, to be honest with you. That's what I do. I, okay. Everything is circular. Yes, this is a circle jerk show, right? <laughs> I'm glad you said it, not me. <laughs> you didn't argue with me, though. Okay, let's wrap up this show this week. Um, we got two, well, one drunk guy, one one buzzed guy, and one sober guy that doesn't know what the hell's going on here. Uh, of course, want to thank Ward Miller for being here tonight. And uh, Ward, where can we all find you online? Uh, online, you can find me at ibottamac.com. Uh, I, I'm putting videos on there for uh, my, one of my friends, Brent Spore, runs the site. And uh, I do a video podcast for him called Max in Life. And uh, Restaurant Food Fast is still out there, and there's 74 episodes. And anybody wants to learn how to do some quick cooking stuff, that's still online at restaurantfoodfast.com. And the great thing about that show we were talking about a little earlier before the show was if you watch it from episode one, you can watch uh, his co-host Chuck's hair actually start to grow like a Chia Pet. Yes, he does look like a Chia Pet. (laughs) Chuck, we love you, so don't come after us. Watch this week's episode because I'm going to do that during the show. It'll be like uh, Psych where they hide a pineapple somewhere. See, See how long into the show it takes for me to call him a Chia. (laughs) chuck (laughs) okay well so make sure you check out ward's uh other projects he has out there and of course i want to thank our guest host ben straw for being here and ben where are you online uh you can find me at uh ben's tech show at benstechshow.com uh let's see mac tip podcast one of my recent projects and my newest project that uh, the last time I was talking to you guys about, which is howtopodcast.com. That's how the number two podcast.com. And so that's a show about, about what? It's not a show. It's an actual blog about what else? How to podcast. 
Oh, who does that one? I podcast, so I, I want to teach people how to podcast. So I have a couple of, I, I think I have like three blog, three posts up. Uh, two of them are about Skype. The other one is about uh, podcasts about podcasting. So there you go. So is this going to be like a weekly uh, posting or whenever you get around to it? Or whenever, what? Really right now, it's really whenever I get around to it. Right now I am working on one about how to monetize a podcast for the uh, starter podcast. So podcaster through uh, affiliate programs and uh, other means of and other ways of uh, monetizing your podcast. You know we're looking at your pod, your website right now, don't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know about this one, honestly. I remember you said you were talking about it, but I didn't know you actually had it up and running yet. Yeah, it, it's fairly recently, uh, although the posts go back you know, before I actually told you guys about it. But I, I was just – I wanted to make sure I had a couple of articles before I actually threw the site up live. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. It's kind of stupid to have a, a website up and telling the world and it's like you got the hello world post up there and that's it. Yeah, I, I don't know if I have that. I think I deleted it. I always do. I always do. I mean <laughs> you're using uh, WordPress, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, that's the first thing I do is like I go in there it's like, yeah, I'd rather have no posts up there than that hello world post or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. This is my first post to the web. Yeah, screw you. <laughs> I hate those sites. I've, I've run over a few of those sites. You go online and it's like – Really? You couldn't just delete that post? We know it's WordPress. Yep. Okay, so make sure you check out Ben on his many other projects he has out there. And, of course, don't forget to check out this show at AverageJoeShow.com. At the website, we have links to all the stories we talked about tonight. We uh, leave comments on the episodes. You can listen to the episode right there. You know, Download the feeds uh, onto your uh, Zoom or your uh, iPod or any other device you use. And... Uh, don't forget to send us an email at talk at com. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want more of, what you want less of. Love to hear from you guys. There's also a donate button up there if you want to help you know, share some love here. And uh, if you'd like to guest host like Ben did, go to averagejoeshow.com slash guest for details on that. I want to thank everyone for downloading this week's episode and spending a little bit of your bandwidth with us. And until next week, have a good one. Mm-hmm.